This is the Media Week Industry Podcast from the people at mediaweek.com.au. Welcome to a new Media Week podcast. I'm back at Network 10 for the second time in a week. We're talking about a new show. It's not newish to a lot of viewers, not to older people like me. Changing Rooms is back. We've got the host here, Natalie Bassingthwaite. Welcome, Natalie. Thank you for having me. So this is an interesting, it's a little... You haven't really done this before. I mean, you've been on TV before, mm-hmm. hosting reality shows, being a judge. Yep. What attracted you to Changing Rooms? Well, it's really fascinating. I've always had a love for design, whether it be interiors or um, exteriors. So I'm a massive fan of different architects and things like that. Um, it was really funny when they called because they said, would you be interested in hosting a show, Changing Rooms? And I'd forgotten the previous show. And straight away, I just laughed in my head because quite seriously almost every two weeks I change all the furniture in the house I move the dining room to the lounge room the lounge room to the dining room the kids rooms change my daughter now wants to be an interior designer because she's got the bug too so I feel like it was quite it made me laugh out loud I went you had me at changing rooms it just made you know even my husband says that over the years I've done lots of different things and that he's never seen me enjoy something more than when I get or creative in our interior in our home so it was sort of a no-brainer what does it involve being the host i mean do you go along to all the sites presumably yep. at the beginning and the end i'm there the whole the whole time oh, so okay. the show films over a five-day period and um same on air you get to see those five days play out over two days and then the next week you get whole new families and whole new friends and things like that new houses so i'm pretty much there at the beginning i meet the couples i get them send them off to meet their designers and then i just interact with them throughout the course of the week and see how they're going and then of course at the end I you know chat with the designers and see what you know why they've come up with decisions that they have any problems that they've had and then I get the best part of um, unveiling the spaces whether that's good or bad because (laughs) one two three open your eyes and I have to deal with the the wash-up of whatever that looks like. Without any spoilers of course what's the work been like the Renault work? Amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's been amazing because I think, you know, I think Changing Rooms is different to any other kind of show like this on TV where it's really um, accessible. And I think in this day and age where people, are, you know, like there's not sort of like lots of money to kind of throw around people. It is showing people that they can DIY them. So they can do stuff themselves. They can um, repurpose things that they've already got in their home or just create new spaces in their house quite inexpensively. So I do... I do love that about it and I think it's made on set like almost every day someone would come in and say oh my god so I had to go at this and I tried this and one of the last shows I was taking photos of this table that they that they um, recreated and I was taking photos of every angle thinking that I could go home and do it myself and I still think I can but I haven't yet done it. I was speaking to Sarah Thornton, who works with Ten, who's an executive producer on the show, and she talked about the contestants, and I guess the viewers would have seen from all the promos that mm. the the people on the show are a little different maybe to what viewers have come to expect as contestants. They, they don't look like um, people that you'd normally get on the block, for instance, or right. there seems to be almost a, a cookie-cutter formula. They're, they're ordin- more ordinary people. A lot of them don't have any experience. Is that right? In, in I think they're everyday Australians, work? you know, and I think that's what's really appealing about them, and I think that it's going to suit a, a, a bigger demographic. It's not so niche, and it makes you feel like you can... 
um, take part in something that otherwise may not be um, achievable. I mean, I know that back in the day they were, had a budget of $1,500 and now they have a budget of twenty k, which is good because, you know, times have changed. But $20,000, I mean, it's excluding labour, but to get what they're getting, like some of them are like, it's three, three rooms in each house. So some are like a kitchen, a bathroom and a bedroom for like 20 grand so it's showing you that you can actually do that well i think that's amazing it changed my perspective of what i should do at my house as well okay yeah you said you're you're into design what's it been like working with the designers who help the teams on the show um have you yourself picked up stuff and and what they're able to do with 20 grand is that Mm. will that surprise people do you think i think it will really surprise people it surprised me like they're doing kitchens for eight thousand dollars and i didn't even know that that was possible you know and they look amazing and i think if if you want to rejig your home and not necessarily have heaps of money to spend you can rejig it and still make it look pretty pretty amazing um yeah i just think it's 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 exciting to have a show like that on air that you can you know come along for the ride yeah yeah just want to talk a little bit about your you you talked before about what attracted you to changing rooms yeah do you does what you choose career-wise does it happen because of some big plan you have or does it end up just from what you're offered i mean yeah (laughs) um it's hard to have a big plan because you never really know what's out there Mm. but at the same time i choose stuff based on whether I'll be challenged, whether I'll be excited, whether I'll be stimulated, whether I think it'll be fun, whether um, the people I work with will inspire me as well. And so there's a lot of there's a lot of, to the criteria for me to say yes to something. Um, a couple of years ago, I was offered a series in Sydney, like a drama, and it just wasn't the right time. My daughter had just started school and I just thought, you know what, it's not... It's, it's not now and it's not that and you know so you don't I don't necessarily just say yes to everything it has to really tick those boxes and when you have kids you have to consider what it will be like in that family environment you know married I've got two kids or at school so what will that look like and will it work with that yeah do you do much performing as a singer these oh, days? Yeah, you, not not you, as much as I did, but yeah, yeah I, I do probably do some Rogue Traders gigs maybe once or twice a month, Okay, which is really fun because usually we do these big family outdoor, you know, concerts or festivals or things like that. So it's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I spoke to uh, Beverly McGarvey recently, 210's head, uh, chief content officer. And I said, look, I don't like Natalie getting this gig because it pulls are further away from entertainment. Oh. Now, I was lucky enough to be at the Actor Awards in 2017. Oh. And that performance, because you sang with the Angels, right? Yes, and, yes. Um, that was just incredible. Thank I mean, you. That was just, I'm not sure if you realise how good that was that night. No, I mean, I hadn't bought. blew away, I think, any, oh. anybody who was in that audience. Oh, thank you. I had an, when I got asked, I was asked like the week before and uh-huh. I uh, my jaw hit the floor. I went, <laughs> really? Is this, I was the first and only ever female to have performed mm. with them. So. So that was pretty exciting as well. Um, yeah, it was a really yeah, cause fun Yeah, because I, I think people who saw that would think, gee whiz, if, if she um, got back into a rock band again, <laughs> how good would it be, you know? But, I'm just um, doing it on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Is, I mean, you obviously enjoyed that. You're enjoying this, but there... Uh, are there things that you'd like to be offered more of or that you'd like to explore that maybe you haven't done enough of? Um. I do love everything that I get 
everything that I've done so far, I've just really enjoyed for all those reasons I mentioned before. You know, they have ticked all those boxes. But I think if there's one thing that I haven't explored as much as I'd like to, it's probably in the um, film department. Okay. It's being able to get those opportunities of someone seeing you outside of the realm of what you potentially may even look like, you know, so you can be typecast and sometimes you won't even be seen for a role. Like if I wanted to play like a murderer or something like that I probably wouldn't get seen for that which is like it's quite annoying because you're like well I'm an actress so I can play a different role but you because there's not enough roles in Australia as there you know at the moment for the brilliant actors and actresses that there are you yeah it is limited in this country I think so I'd still love to do that I'd love to explore that more I'd love to play a cartoon character's voice just so that my kids could watch it and think that I was ace because <laughs> I haven't really been you know well they'll get to watch changing rooms so that's cool yeah yeah I mean family's obviously very important to you yeah? yes very much so yeah yeah the um now is it your clothing labels mm -hmm. cheeky cheeky I, yes. I thought it was cheeky but yeah. just better check with just you. to play on words yeah 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 mm -hmm. how's that going and tell yeah. us how long's that been running Oh, it's going great. It's been going for four and a half years. Um, yeah, it's it's been my third child. So it's been very challenging at times, but quite extraordinary as well what we've achieved. You know, we've, we're now stocked in Maya. We're stocked in the Iconic and wholesalers around the country. We've also been worn by celebrity kids like Kate Blanchard and obviously Megan Gale and you know lots of Aussie celebs but also Jessica Alba and Rachel Zoe and Fergie and we got an email the other day from Beyonce's um a personal <laughs> assistant and stylist to Blue Ivy asking for some lookbooks and stuff so it was pretty wild Wow. Yeah. So can you get it overseas? You can get it overseas, yeah. yeah. So we've just launched um, a new basic range, which is a little bit more accessible. It's a lower price point, but it's just more basic stuff for babies, um, like leggings and rompers and onesies and things like that, wraps, beanies, bibs. And then in a couple of weeks, our new range will be launched, the winter range, and then we've got a limited edition Mummy and Me range. So it's just constantly like there's no rest in fashion. You just sure. kind of keep going and going and going. It's a hard industry, though, isn't it? I mean, it, it is. It's tough, exhausting. Right? Mm. It's definitely bigger than I had in my mind when I thought I'd just start this little kind of side <laughs> thing. Um, but it's in a really great space. You know, we've got a great team, really great people behind it. So it feels great. Is the upside of designing for consumers so young that, yeah. that that doesn't go out of fashion as much as, <laughs> as if you were doing for adults or teenagers or something? That... Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think for us, we really wanted to get the fabrication, you know, that was really important to me. So most of our um, garments are made from bamboo. So whether it's bamboo, cotton, bamboo, you know, elastic, whatever, there's like 95% bamboo plus something. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of what sets us apart, I think. So we're yeah. quite, quite monochromatic as well and we just added splashes of colour. So it's it is quite niche what we do. It's not necessarily, um, it, yeah, the seasons it won't be dictated to by the seasons as much, but we do fashion forecasts too. So we do look at what is coming up and take like hints of that into the range. But you're right, it's babies. So you could wear the same thing in five years and no one would really care. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's, that's <laughs> and it will last that long too because yeah. it's great okay. quality. Okay. The, um, I'm just wondering, were there any... Anybody in changing rooms have any children? You're able to get them on set wearing some of the cheeky gear? 
Oh, gosh, I didn't do that, but you're right. Next season. <laughs> All right, I'm going to think about that. No, I didn't actually. Opportunity there. I know, okay. yeah. And to what extent do you get involved? I mean, you obviously got people running it, but you yeah. you're pretty hands on with some of the major decisions and stuff like that. Oh uh, yeah, because I'm you know I'm I'm the founder, and um, for me it's my name on it, you know, so it has to be, everything has to kind of be signed off from me. Back in the beginning, I did everything and it was really exhausting. So only up until about a year ago, I just went, I've got to take a step back and I need other people to be doing all of that stuff. So now for me, it's really the design process, the casting process, the photography, the shoots and everything, the marketing and the PR. So even though that still sounds like a lot, it's so much less than what I used to do. I used to be running so much of it so it's now sure. I'm doing all the bits that I really love and all the bits that I'm really good at so yeah. <laughs> it's much easier yeah and I, I looked at what you how you, you're marketing Cheeky and uh, uh, did I get it right Cheeky yep, Cheeky. Cheeky yeah yeah that's alright the um Socials is obviously a very critical way to, to help spread the word, yeah, for, um, yeah. Uh, particularly, I guess, Instagram. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's definitely made it harder the last couple of years with all the algorithms and things. Like you would find that you would get so many more likes back in the day because everyone who followed your brand saw your brand, but now that's not necessarily the case. So it's quite frustrating as a, as really a brand changed, owner. It? So they're just forcing you to have to spend money on marketing, which you know, we always did, but now you have to even spend more. So it's a bit annoying at times. Um, But if you can get, you know, your clothes into the right hands and we've got our return customer is just amazing. You know, they love our products, so they keep coming back for more. So that's pretty awesome for us too. Yeah. Mm. I mean, because you've got your business socials and then your own socials, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You Just run me through them. So you, you personally seem to be pretty much off Twitter. Yeah. I don't really do that anymore. Yeah. Was that a few years ago? Someone even said to me the other day, can you post something? I was like, I don't even, wouldn't even know my name on that. Like, because yeah. there's a lot of people, um, there's quite a few Natalie Bassingthwaite Instagrams too, but okay. like my real one's Nat Bassingthwaite. Right. Because I couldn't fit Natalie. <laughs> there's Natalie Bassing, which is not real. Okay. Um, there's a couple of others, but mine's got the tick. So that's yeah. how I tell everyone. But yeah. I do my own and we have someone else to do Cheeky now. But I used to do the Cheeky one as well. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay. And mm. then Facebook, obviously, for the for the brand as well. Yes. Yeah, so then I think that just links up really through your Instagram. Yeah. But it's the important part of it, you know. Sure, mm. sure. And I don't want to pry too much, but would you, for the business, would you spend most on Instagram when, when it comes to social Facebook, marketing? Facebook, probably. Well, Facebook, really? Yeah. So it's still good for you, yeah? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. We've got a company that kind of advises us on stuff like that and, you know, depending on what happens each month then. But you have to commit to a spend per month, otherwise it can kind of die off, you know, like you can be getting, you can go, oh, I might just do a little budget here, like a five grand budget for a campaign and it's just not enough. You have to do it every month for it to make a difference. Sure. Yeah, it's sure. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just want to run through quickly to some of your, your, your TV work over the years. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, most people remember you for, for Rizzy on Neighbours, I guess, which gives you, you've had a long connection with uh, Network 10, haven't you? Going I way really back have, now. yeah. I feel like they gave me my start and, that with So You Think You Can Dance and yeah I, yep. I do have a great connection with them yeah fond memories of Neighbours was it oh yeah so fun and I got to go back 
last year to play Izzy and it had been 10 years since I did. So just super fun, great people, um, fun to revisit, such a fun character and a bit of a nutbag character. So <laughs> <laughs> it's always quite lucky to get a role like that in your lifetime, I think. Sure. Mm. And then, yeah, three seasons, was it, of So You Think You Can Dance? I think right? so, was yeah. it? You probably know more yeah. than yeah. me. Yeah, I think, so. think it was. Yeah. <laughs> I always like checking. So. I know I was pregnant for one or just... Yeah, something like that. Okay. And I was I think it was was it Fremantle who made it back then? I was trying to remember who the production company I know the the fantasies were it. involved, I think Mark and Carl. That's right, yeah. Who were also the production company making um changing rooms, I think. That's right. Yeah, yeah although absolutely. they would send them all shine. That's now, right, it's different now. So I think on. Shine did make them Oh, I can't was remember. It, it, well, it might have been might have been when Shine Australia first started, perhaps. I think so. Back then. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. X Factor was Fremantle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. The um and it's interesting now that the because there hasn't been a dancing show on for a little while, has there? No. But now Dancing with the Stars is coming back. Yeah, I'm excited. It looks yeah. great. Yep. Have you ever done Dancing with the Stars? No. Did you ever do it? Would you, I ever do it? You must have been asked when it was on Seven, presumably. I actually wasn't asked to when do you? it. I, oh, okay. no, maybe I was. See, I don't remember what happened yesterday. <laughs> I honestly don't, except that I'm like, I've been asked all of these questions the last few days. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. What did I do the weekend? I don't know. I can't remember. Mm. <laughs> Too many things on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's exciting that it's coming back. I'd like So You Think You Could Dance to come back. I think that that was just, it was just such an amazing show to be a part of and mm. I think that dancers don't get featured enough, you know, underrated. Now, just refresh my memory. So that was younger dancers? So You Think You Can Dance? Yeah. No, yeah. it was, was it, um, older, was well, it? you know, not older, <laughs> anywhere from like 17 but to... they weren't like th- celebrities, that, were they? Were they? No, they weren't celebrities. professional or people wanting so a professional So professional dancers career? or people who, you know, the thing is dancers dance for their life. So most of the people that came on our show had been dancing since they were five years old and they're always in the background of a video clip or, you know, on stage in the background. So it really brought them to the forefront and made them um, shine, really. Mm. Yeah. yeah, for want of a better word. <laughs> yeah. I just loved it. I just to be a dancer takes a lot of strength and courage because it's not like you're getting paid a lot of money. You're always waiting for that next job, so your heart has to be wholly and solely in it. And to watch those dancers get up on stage and do what they do, just like is so moving, you know. Sure. So I'd love that to come back. Yeah. Channel Ten, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> Was, I remember I went along to a record one night of um, So You Think You Can Dance and it's a it's a big production. I mean, it Massive. went for a long... We were there for a long time. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> but it was live as well. So right. that was... I mean, maybe you got to see some other stuff, but it was, you know, that was my first live show. It was a bit nerve-wracking, at, you know, in the beginning, but sure. got there in the end. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, the X Factor. Now, you were a judge in Australia. Yes. Now, did you also do one season maybe in New Zealand? I did. Right, yeah, okay. I okay. did. I got called in at the last minute because there were two judges that caused quite a bit of controversy bullying one of the contestants. And oh, it made world news because okay. one of them was from the UK and one of right. them was from America. And she, they rang me up on the Monday and said, would you be interested? And I said, when? And they said, now. And I went, oh, I've got kids. I don't even know if that's possible. But then it wasn't like an official offer. And then the next day it was like an official, we need you. And I'm like, no, but really when? And they're like, now. <laughs> and I was there. I didn't know until Thursday that it was like we we'd negotiated. And Thursday it was, yep. And I was on the 6 a.m. flight on the Friday. Wow. 
and I did my first live show. I met my contestants on the Saturday because they were already into the swing and I was on the panel on Sunday night doing the live show. It's crazy. Any other judges on the New Zealand one we'd know here? Or Stan just... Walker. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, Mel from All Saints, mm-hmm. maybe. She's, they're doing a big tour at the moment, so potentially. And then another guy who you probably wouldn't know him. He's a drummer. Yeah, anyway. Okay. Yeah. And so how many years on the Aussie one? I think remember? I did four or four? five. Four okay. or five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Four. Right. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> did you? I'm just trying to remember the format. Did you get to go on those, the weeks when they went to a meeting, yes. an international mentor? Yes. So yeah. who were the people that you took teams over to see? J-Lo. Oh, wow. Which was wild. Wow. I did J-Lo in New York, which was what, like just next level. She was one of the most patient women. Like she was there for a long time, you know, and I think... I think American TV is so much faster because obviously the budgets are so much bigger. So they've probably got like, a, you know, 10 cameras working at once where we'd have like one or two. So <laughs> lots of things took a lot longer. But, um, yeah, she was just very down to earth, very sweet and it was a crazy yeah. situation. Yeah. <laughs> to I be saw, she sharing was on a the, couch with J-Lo. Yeah, she hey. was, I watched her on the um, Grammys last night. Oh, she yeah. was, did the tribute to Motown. Did she? That I was didn't pretty see. stunning. So, yeah, make, make sure you search that Hi. up. Yeah. Any other the, the internationals? With, um, Who else did I remember? I can't even remember. <laughs> well, well J Lo's pretty brain good. Brain cells so. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was a highlight. Yeah, and out of all those people you judged over the years, were there any favourites that stood out and that, that have either <sighs> done well or just didn't really pursue music after the um, series? Oh, so many. But I mean, I've got a real soft spot for um, Dean Ray. Like, mm-hmm. I think what he brought to the show was something next level and um you know like for him he's so unique and i feel like he needs a record company or a space in the industry that's going to really appreciate that difference Mm -hmm. and i don't think he's found that yet which is a bit unfortunate because he 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 is extraordinary you know Mm. yeah but so many yeah i mean you you've done a lot of different stuff on tv you any interest in being behind the scenes and, and developing projects that, that either you star in or mm. you get someone else to be in? Oh, uh, look, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, You're still too young for that, maybe, aren't you? Absolutely <laughs> too young. Look at me. <laughs> um, I think having started my own business in the last four years, I'm like, I don't want to do anything <laughs> on my own ever again because it just – and, and it, it's – I'm very grateful. Like, it's shown me what I'm capable of, which is an extraordinarily um, big amount. Um, But also there's a limit to what you want to give up and to sometimes be that person and to create something that big, then you have to sacrifice stuff. And I don't know if I'm willing to. So that's why at the beginning of last year, I was like, this is just not... Okay, I'm not working the way I want to. Like, I want to be a better mom, and I want to be a better wife. I want to be a better friend, and to do all my career and to run this business that I can see going this far and whatever. It's just it was too much. It was all like too much. So that's why I had to step back and go. All right, if this is going to continue, someone else needs to do all that other stuff. So it, I mean, even just learning that is a pretty ma- amazing thing. So at the moment, it's a bit fresh. I'm definitely not ready to jump into running something myself. Oh. <laughs> I'm just happy being employed. 
<laughs> well, that sort of answers my next question. I was going to say that, that have you got the bug for homewares at all after changing rooms, you know? Always. <laughs> could, there, could there be a, you know, uh, Nat, Nat Bass branded um, homewares totally. range? Why not? Um, because I do love it. Like, I always have, I always will. It's very natural for me. Um, I actually, when I was pregnant with Harper, I did an interior design course online. I did probably four modules and each module I, you know, got 90, 95% each one. I just loved it so much. And um, then I had her and I never finished it and whatever. But I just, I find a, a real joy in it. You know, it really makes me smile. I've feel challenged but when you go into a show like changing room and changing rooms and you're around these designers like wow like what they can do is next level so we all think we're designers like i'm like yeah designer (laughs) and all the crew like everyone's a designer like they'll finish their room and we're like i probably wouldn't have done that but it's hilarious you know everyone's so good at what we do um but they really it's a real skill to be able to style like that and and to um come up with these concepts you know it's really inspiring so I don't know whether I would want to be an interior designer and change my career but I just love it and coming off the show like I went home and I changed my entire bedroom I got all new quilts and pillows and I got new bedsides and a dresser and then in our lounge room I got a chair and a little stool and a rug and a co- like I just went crazy because I was so inspired but I introduced all this colour and I'm normally such a monochromatic person and it makes me feel really happy. Mm. And they that's what they said as well is that, you know, there's a lot of shows on TV where it's all about neutral colour palette, neutral colour palette, but that's because they're trying to sell. And so I get that. If you're trying to sell, don't go too adventurous because you want to appeal to a bigger market. But if you're living in it, why not be more adventurous and create a space that really makes you smile or laugh? And if that's colour, then put some colour. So my house now is like, woo, like I've got a mustard lounge. I've got like, a, you know, it's 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 um, it's um out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my memories of the old changing rooms, the colour and the, the surprise some people get when they walk in and go, oh my God, it's, it's something they would never do. But, yeah. but obviously... It, with the right colours matching it and it can work. I mean, you can describe it and often a designer, I think, will describe something. You go, mm, I don't think so, but, but yeah. when you see it, maybe it works. Oh, 100%. Like so many times the designer would be like showing them like this is my concept and their faces would be like, oh, my God, because it's you, it's your friend's place or it's your sister's house or it's your – and you know their taste and you're like, oh, I don't know, you know, it's so full on, yet it somehow comes together and looks insane. So, yeah, it, I think it will inspire everyone else. You w- Watch this space. There's going to be a lot of coloured paint being bought at um, Bunnings this year. <laughs> I promise. Like, it's going to be out of control. No neutrals. Yeah. Okay. American white is done and dusted. <laughs> Well, you're doing your bit to ensure that the, the show can have its best possible audience. You, yeah. You think viewers will get on board? Oh, look, I hope so. I really feel like it's offering something completely different to what's what they've seen in the past. Um, and like I said, even to the last one, that Changing Rooms, you know, it was it was on such a different level like they've they've wanted to make it bigger and better and it's over two big nights every week you get six room reveals um it's not a bo- it's never boring because it's you always want to see the beginning and the end almost in the same night sure. and you get to do that every week with new families and new couples and then it's done and you can move on to the next week so 
yeah, I really think it will offer families something to watch, not just parents, you know. I think kids will, like, my daughter's so excited because, again, she wants to be an interior designer. <laughs> so I think this is the favourite job I've ever done for her. Like, yeah. she's really pumped. Okay, excellent. Yeah. All right, that's great. Yeah, viewers love that payoff, the instant payoff. They, yeah. They don't have to wait or come back next week. You no, know. you don't so have it's, to. It's fantastic yeah. stuff. All right, look, thanks for chatting to us today. Thanks it's, for uh, having me. Appreciate it's, it. It's been really interesting. And uh, changing rooms twice a week on 10. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.